Hey there, boys and girls. You're listening to the Changing Times podcast, where we talk about anything and everything transformation related. This is your host, Cheesy Dino, and this time around, I've got our very first comeback. This person is none other than Rania. I'm sure most of you have listened to her episode previously and the great things she had to say in that. So I was really excited to have her back here for this episode. Um, But not only do I have Rania with us here tonight, but I do have her um, longtime uh, counterpart as far as collaborations go. I'm not sure if many of you have uh, sort of noticed the pay sets going on on her website uh, with the um, werewolves and between her and another individual by the name of Full Moon Master, aka FMM, which you can of course find his works and uh, collaborations and commissions on DeviantArt.com. So um, again, they've been longtime friends and a lot longer uh, collaborators, which I was actually surprised at how long they've been collaborating collaborating with the works that she has on both her site as well as his. So um, I had some really great things to hear from them, especially in regards to uh, what it takes to do a collaboration, um, what sort of guidelines one might set for each other so that ends will meet, and to get the uh, best final result as possible. So I'm sure you'll have some great uh, joy in listening from their bits about that. Um, and of course, towards the second half of the episode, I tried a little bit of a experimentation with that, with asking them some trivial questions and uh, pushing their minds as far as some personal opinions go uh, with some certain scenarios that I sort of laid out for them. So I'm sure you'll get a bit of a laugh, if uh, not some entertainment at that part of the episode. So uh, with nothing more to say on that regards, I do appreciate everybody again for listening in. And um, just to plug in here like I do with every other episode, uh, since this podcast is community driven, if you have any feedback at all to send my way, uh, we really greatly appreciate it. And alongside to go with that, if you have any recommendations for future podcasts as far as a, a podcaster goes, that would be most awesomely appreciate, appreciated as uh, we're always looking for people to add their thoughts into the podcast and share that with the community. So if you have any um, thoughts, feedback, or recommendations, you can send those my way to uh, furaffinity.net forward slash user forward slash cheesy dino or of course our deviant art channel which is cheesydino.deviantart.com or lastly simply through our gmail which is changingtimespodcast at gmail.com so uh, thank you everybody again for listening in and I hope you enjoyed the episode and here's to looking forward to the rest of season 2 so uh, this is Cheesy signing off and I will see you again at the end of the episode thank you again
Hey everyone, this is Cheesy, and we're back again with the Changing Times podcast, where we talk about anything and everything transformation related. Uh, glad to have two awesome people here with us tonight, and not only that, but we have our first comeback. I am joined by uh, Arania, the candidate for our very first episode of season two. So uh, again, glad to have her here back again. So. Um, Thanks for Other, having me, Cheesy. Yeah, definitely definitely a pleasure to have you here. Um, but just to join her here to, uh, with us tonight, we have also uh, Full Moon Master. Um, does a lot of collaboration work, uh, especially involving werewolves and the like. Uh, so you can find his works and other works that he's commissioned on his DeviantArt page, which we'll go ahead and talk about that later on in the episode. So uh, again, glad to have you two here tonight, and I'm sure we'll have uh, quite some fun times here. <laughs> oh, oh. All right, so starting off here, uh, since Full Moon, you're the new one here to the block, uh, let's talk a little bit about yourself here. Uh, obviously, werewolves are a thing for you, just looking at the hints with your name, and then, of course, looking through your gallery with the uh, various werewolves, uh, art and styles and the like. So what brought you to werewolves being like the stickler for transformation and what piqued your interest for that? Well, I mean, it's kind of something I've always been, uh, I, as, far as, as far back as I could remember, even being a little kid, I was interested in that sort of thing. I remember when I was a kid, I thought, I thought Teen Wolf was like, the best movie ever. Now it's like crap, but at the, <laughs> at the time I thought it was great. Okay, yeah, I think everybody can remember that good old mm-hmm. show back when. So, uh, what about like, is there any movies that you know added to that, or was it really just Teen Wolf that really got things started here? I can't really think of any specific movies, at least not that I saw back when I was a kid, but. If I thought about it a while, there's probably ones I could think of. Did you ever see the old cartoon that they had for Teen Wolf? Yes, it was awful. It was, but I, I remember loving it <laughs> when I was younger. It wasn't on for very long either, from what I remember. No, I don't think it was. <laughs> so, uh, going on here... Um, on to you, Arania. Obviously, we've uh, talked about a little bit of your history in the first episode, uh, mm-hmm. but just for the sake of any new listeners and maybe any uh, stragglers that have come on a little too late here, uh, what sort of brought yourself to transformation? Well, I guess like FFMM, I've been interested in transformation since I was pretty little. I think Pinocchio was probably one of my formative experiences with being exposed to that as a concept. But I remember, you know, going to the library and asking for books about people turning into things when I was really young. And I think that's probably why werewolves in specific caught me pretty young, because that's one of the most prevalent sources of that kind of theme. So, mm -hmm. great. So uh, what about like movies? Was there any movie influence as well? An American Werewolf in London was definitely a favorite of mine for a long time, <laughs> no. and still one of the one of the best transformation sequences on oh. film. Yep, and I'm sure many, many, many would agree. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So then to uh, that extent, um, let's go ahead and talk about the reason why you two are here. So um, like we've said, you two have been doing collaborations um, and from what you guys have told me for well over 10 years now, which is quite um, an extension of time, especially for, you know, working together. So can you just kind of tell me a little bit, a little bit about how that came about um, and what really kind of partakes or partook uh, going in between each other to make it work out in the end. Um, so we'll go ahead and start with you, Full Moon, since uh, I think we did discuss this a little bit with Arania previously. Well, I think it was me that originally contacted her about doing the collaborations. Mm-hmm. Because I tried it with a different, I tried it with a different artist, and it, and it was and it worked out, and I and I saw the potential there, so I wanted to see if maybe she would do it. And, and she was willing to do it, so it kind of went off from there. Okay, yeah, it's right. worked out pretty well. Uh, you were one of my first commissioners in general. Um, with back when I first started, um, I want to say in like 2003, uh, when I was still working a desk job and doing commissions kind of as a supplemental thing. Got so, it been that long. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty crazy, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's when I started it. And I know that you were one of the first people who was getting commissions from me consistently when I first started out. So that's great. I mean, working with you (laughs) helped get me into doing commissions as a regular thing and having the confidence and time management to keep doing that. I wonder how many I've had done. I just wonder. Wow. I have no idea. (laughs) A lot. Yeah. I'm sure. So, uh, since we're a little bit on the subject of uh, the various collaborations that you uh, that you've done previously here at FMM, um, what brought you onto the idea of collaboration in itself, um, whether it be with Arania or the various artists you've commissioned to do so? Are you talking about with like pay sets or just anything? Pay sets, anything really. Well, I mean, the pay sense was to make some of my money back from the commission. Okay. But some of the other things, like when I have like black and white, if I'm able to color it, I, I kind of feel like I'm putting something into it, too, instead of having them all do it. And I'm just paying them the money to do it. So it gives me a little bit more involvement in the process. Okay. Now, I noticed that a lot of uh, the collaborations between you and Orania involve her doing the art and inking and then you doing the coloring. Uh, so is that more of how you're doing your part in the collaboration with the other artists as well? Or is there some sort of other mix up with that? Yeah, more or less. Because I can't draw anything. So coloring is the only thing I can do. Okay, no problem. No problem. So um, we, uh, talked about before in uh, the episode of the Rania, uh, sort of about the agreements between you two when you guys sort of kicked this off. So uh, let's talk a little bit uh, about those agreements, if you don't mind me asking, um, as well as maybe some restrictions you both had for each other uh, involved in that agreement. So what kind of agreements and restrictions partook when you are or partake when you go with collaborations split the profits that's the that's the, that's the biggest thing right mm-hmm. splitting uh 
else. I don't know if there's really any other restrictions other than that. Unless unless she could think of anything. I can't. Um, no, I can't really think of anything other than the, yeah, the basic. I mean, I, I wouldn't do this with just anyone. The reason I'm doing this with FMM is because I've worked with him for 10 years. I trust him. And I know he's built up a fan base on his own. So he's also bringing that to the table when he's selling the pay sets is he's got this community of people that are familiar with his work and the types of um, commissions and artwork that he provides. Okay. So that's about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you. So then since you're talking about, you know, um, pay sets and then the trust being the ideal here, um, what about the, you know, what does it take in not only in your mind, FMM, but also in Arania? Um, I think we did talk about this as well, but what sort of gives you that um, confirmation that you can trust this person to uh, commit to this work that you're having placed for them and in between when you're already involved in it? And uh, also, not only that, but, you know, the payoff that comes out in the end. Um, so where do you guys look to for in regards to, like, Future Sense in the end and um, initiating the whole project here? So uh, go ahead and start with you, FMM. I think it's just come from experience from working with the person. If you work with the person mm-hmm. long enough and long enough, you build up that trust. Because, mm-hmm. that's the only way you can really know whether they're they're trustworthy or not. That's 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 about it. Yeah, I, I have to second that. Really, um, just lots of experience talking back and forth, um, knowing what they like, what they don't like, what works with the system. <laughs> not really answering this very well, but uh, yeah, I mean that's pretty much what it boils down to. Okay. So you were talking about, you know, making your money back on the commission with these collaborations. So um, one thing I want to reference also from my other previous episodes is uh, what um, an individual called Missa X. I'm not sure if you guys uh, listened to that episode or are familiar with the name, um, but really sort of the profit sense from all uh, the work that artists and the like are involved in here. So do you guys really have that as a key point in the work you do, especially with this collaboration here? Or is it more of a, you know, like an experimentation or uh, a pushing and pushing of ideals here rather um, than a profit? I think there's a little bit of both. Um, since yeah. FMM's the one who is initially commissioning the works, the ideas are his. So ultimately, I think that they are ideas that he wants to see done. But there has been, I think, some been some more experimentation on seeing what other people like and what sells that kind of still fall in lines with, you know, things that he has fun with, things that he wants to see. But seeing what flies better than others as far as the um, sales go. Okay. I'm um, speaking uh, for you. I don't know if that's completely right or not. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, when I do that and I sell the pay set, the idea is if I do a pay set and I sell it and it sells, then those profits go to more stuff. 
and there's profits go to more stuff. So it ends up being a, a, a self-sustaining thing where I can keep doing. Otherwise, I probably couldn't do it. I probably couldn't afford it. See, I have the, I have the uh, the 31 nights thing where it's 31 nights of free stuff. Without the pay sets, I probably couldn't afford that. Okay. Makes it, it makes it a lot easier. I makes see. sense. Good. And is this um, sort of an idea you picked up from another individual, or is it something you sort of thought out over time? Well, it started. I tried it one with a different artist, and it worked. So I just kind of, just kind of blossomed from that. So I wanted to try it with her and see if she would do it. Okay. And it's and it's worked out well. Mm-hmm. Right. So you definitely have gotten. Uh, positive feedback not only from yourself and the artist but from you know the viewers and all as well right right okay easy enough so um what about when you know since you're talking about taking these commissions from the artists and pushing your ideas out here um and since we got a little bit of the uh receiving and then the uh giving end here um do you feel that when you involve a collaboration that is a, it's a bit of a difficult process compared to simply taking or uh, or simply commissioning an artist to do something? Because uh, obviously, you know, with the collaborations, um, there's more gears involved here. So do you think that with partitioning the different work methods throughout the artists here that it makes things a little bit more digestible as far as forming a collaborative idea here. So uh, we'll go ahead and start with you again, FMM. I mean, you probably want to ask Arana about that because since I'm, I only commission them, I don't really know. I, I wouldn't think it would be any harder, but I don't, no, know, for, if I, I don't know if I can really answer that. Okay. For me, it's, it's about the same process because it's, being set up like a commission in that he provides me with the, the the basic script and the breakdown and then it's in my hands to do the pencils and the inks and then it's back to him to do the colors so there's not really a lot of back and forth through the process itself so um for me yeah for me it's about the same as a commission work okay so um even with the aspect of um just uh, say for the sense of, you know, you're doing the art and then someone else is doing the color. Um, mm-hmm. Just dealing with the two styles here. Um, and I'm refer- ref- referencing this um, to another pair, uh, Stiletto Pink and What on Fur Affinity, who have popular- popularized themselves with the same process with uh, Stiletto Pink doing the ink and then What doing the cleanup and the uh, color. For final work here so do you still think that the balance is still about equatial uh, even with the separation and work here well I mean again for me it's about the same as doing an ink commission or an ink collaboration since um, I can see where that would be different with stiletto if um, her partner's doing um, the cleanup work because that would be a big part of it it would be about the equivalent of I guess would be inking um, but again, for me, it's about the same process. Um, I give, uh, FMM the photoshops, uh, that I have the dialogue and the, um, 
the layers separated to make it a little easier for him to do the setup for the colors. But other than that, it's mostly the same. Okay, good deal. So um, let's talk about, uh, and this is a question towards UFMM. Um, what are your restrictions uh, as far as commissions go? I know that might be a little bit loose since you're the one commissioning here. But um, what do you really look more for here? And I'm kind of referencing, why is it such a hard word tonight? Referencing this towards um, one of the latest collaborations you and Arania partook in, which is the uh, FUDA one. So was that more of a work that was kind of expanding on the horizons of their comfort zone? Or was it just more of an experimentation for the sake of it? It was more of an experimentation to see if see how it would sell and if it and if it was viable because if it's viable I might do more. If it's not, I probably won't. Okay. And was that something a little bit tied to your interests or is it more for the sake of uh, what the end result was? Eh, maybe a little bit of interest, not a whole lot. Not really my not really a big thing for me. I was just trying to experiment and see see what we could come up with. Okay, no problem. So let's uh, go ahead and talk here about um, community funding since that does seem like a, a bit of a big ordeal with you coming up here, Rania. Um, mm -hmm. And we can also, you know, sort of link this to you as well, FMM, since you said that you're trying to push your ideas in, out there and see what's really, um, I guess you could say, beneficial to your regards. So, um, with the community funding uh, becoming more popularized, especially uh, with the addition of the uh, Cabin in the Woods commissioning becoming, you know, very vast and it's being funded <laughs> and very loosely um, giving the reins of what you would like to do with that. So mm -hmm. do you think that um, ideas such as that would be coming, you know, more of something that you'll be seeing as more of mainstream on your site? I don't think I want to juggle more than three at a three or four at a time, just because I want to make sure that I still give plenty of time to my normal commissions um, and give people the opportunity to get, you know, ideas that they want to see as well. Um, and that way also I have less ideas that I'm scripting out on my own that I'm trying to specifically plot. Um, Cabin in the Woods was kind of a, impromptu getting added to that category based on there'd been a lot of interest in it already. Uh, the initial commissioner has been put a, a lot of um, funding towards the initial, but was open to the idea of having people continue it. And again, that would probably not be something I do for most commissions. It's just with this one, I've had so much free reign on it. I'm planning on it being so long and the original commissioner was okay with it and does it in big chunks and I don't mind keeping it going in the interim. So I probably won't do more until I've finished up some of the other ones. Okay. But I, I do like the process a lot. I have uh, three of the community-funded series plus the Cabin in the Woods. One of them hasn't been getting as much interest, but the other two I see probably coming to a conclusion not too distant future. Okay, great. So... 
What about your opinion here, uh, FMM? Um, obviously, you're from the end of doing the commissions here. So do you think that something like this community funding uh, would be you know, more beneficial towards the artists and not only the artists, but as well as the community as far as uh, uh, putting in some money collectively towards an idea that an artist may have? Um, do you think it's, you know, something better for the community to put their two cents in on or would it be better just to stick with commissions? Oh, I think it, I think it could definitely be beneficial. I mean, I don't know if I personally would go that route, but I mean, if, if a lot of people want want to put in, uh, a little bit of money and have something done, I, of course it's beneficial. I, I don't see how it couldn't be. Okay. Okay. So what about, um, just to sort of elaborate on that idea here, uh, one of the things that I've talked about with these past episodes, uh, is this coming, um, I guess, popular popularization of Patreons, uh, which is also a community funded, uh, sort of idea that artists can partake in to, uh, have their own ideas funded by the community. Um, so do you feel that with something like these, that um, that'll also be a benefit to artists as well? Or, you know, do you think this will be something that'll be beneficial for collaborations, say? So what, what are your thoughts on that? I think it could be beneficial to both. Okay. Yeah, I think Patreon's been a great move for a lot of artists out there to be able to get them in touch with their fans and let them sponsor projects um, on a community scale that the artists may not otherwise have the time or justification to themselves to be able to do. I mean, that's what the uh, community-funded series have been great for me is that for the longest time I was only doing commission work. And I've had these ideas that I would love to do but couldn't justify the time that I would be taking away from commissions to do. And so with the community funded, it's been a lot of times I'll, I'll open up periods of, Hey, I'll take some suggestions on my basic idea. And I've worked a lot of those into the sequel to the uh, corruption of the innocent one. Um, there was like a month or two I was taking ideas and I'm doing my best to work a lot of those in. Not all, not all of them appealed to me. And that was kind of the, the back and forth, but um, I've also thought about opening up a Patreon, but it, what it's really boiling down to is that I've had the system in place on my site for so long that I don't really know what Patreon would bring to the table that I'm not already doing through the site. Right, right. Okay. I know it's it's mostly set up to be able to be a monthly subscription, which is great, but I have such a backlog, backlog of the old donation artwork that people can order individually and... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've signed up for an account. I played around with it a little bit, but I haven't made it public, and I'm still deciding whether or not it's something I want to look into. It looks like, if anything, it would just be kind of a, um, a separate version of the same thing. Okay, so do you feel like it would be something you'd maybe look more into if, uh, say, you're getting a little burnt out on your current work um, work uh, collection here? Or that, say, you know, you want to try and experiment with something outside of the transformation genre? That's the thing. I'm not sure if I would be bringing enough people to the table if it would be outside the transformation genre. 
and if it were within, I'm not sure what I would be do- why I would be doing it through Patreon as opposed to the same systems I already got set up through my site. Okay. That's actually something my wife's been encouraging me to take a look at, and mm-hmm. I've been looking at it. But again, I'm I'm trying to get down to the the brass tacks of what's the difference between this and what I've got. Right, right. And I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Okay. So some uh, great things from the both of you here. So right now we're going to take a short break and then uh, we'll go ahead and continue on with part two of episode five. Uh, So thanks everybody for listening and we'll be back very soon.